It's on. Joining me here on the Covert Show, we're talking about the possible conference relocation. I have Quinn Douglas on the line. And Quinn, what are some of the things you're hearing about this? I know if if you're like me, you've been on Twitter with this a lot, and there's a lot of different scenarios. But what are some things we know that are actually concrete with this situation so far? Well, what we know so far is that Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC. Number one, that is happening. Uh, that was, according to a lot of reports, it's been in the works for close to a year now, and they kept it under wraps. It wasn't until apparently the Board of Regents that were associated with Texas A&M uncovered what was happening is when it finally got out to the public that this was indeed in motion. Uh, I believe it was on Thursday night. There was a meeting with the Big 12 ADs and CEOs. Eight teams showed up. Oklahoma and Texas did not show up. And the overwhelming uh, consensus was everybody left really upset, really hurt by the moves that Oklahoma and Texas did, particularly schools like Oklahoma State uh, were very upset with what uh, Oklahoma and Texas did, essentially behind the back of the conferences. And really, this is you know, the, the conference realignment, especially between Texas and Oklahoma, it's all part of a bigger ploy and a bigger battle between ESPN and Fox Sports when it comes to college uh, college sports in terms of media rights, ESPN aligned with SEC and the ACC about a decade ago. Fox Sports is aligned with the Big Ten and the Pac-12. ESPN, the Big 12 was under the assumption that they were aligned with ESPN, but ESPN really dumped those last eight schools with this move uh, between Texas and Oklahoma. They really dumped you know, the Iowa State, the Kansas, the Texas schools, Oklahoma State, K-State, and so on and so forth. They really left them in the dust. And as of right now, the most concrete thing we've got is that Oklahoma and Texas are going to the SEC. There's been a lot of reports that Kansas has been in talks with the Big Ten about making a move from the Big 12 to the Big Ten. Uh, that has also got a lot of steam to it from what I have heard as well. And there's also been some steam picking up over the last 24 hours about Iowa State joining the Big Ten. Not sure how far along that is, but at the moment, that's what it looks like. So something I was curious about is how could Oklahoma and Texas have kept this under wraps that nobody knew about it up until recently? Well, it's just being really smart with communication, knowing who to trust with this information, knowing uh, how to keep this under wraps. Uh, you, you see a lot more nowadays. It's actually, with, even with social media, you actually see a lot more social You see a lot more media things happen. As I liken it to, you see a lot of hip-hop and rap artists. Uh, they are able to keep recording albums under wraps until literally the day before it's released. I know this is a lot more complex than that, but it's all about trusting the right people to keep this under wraps, keep it keep it quiet. Like I said, it wasn't until the, the Board of Regents from the state of Texas and those Board of Regents that were affiliated with Texas A&M, it wasn't until they found out about it that this finally uh, was let out to the public, and even I'll give ESPN credit; they like to over they like to over publicize everything. But every once in a while, they can keep stuff like this under wraps. I know this is a little <laughs> bit insignificant compared to compared to uh, conference realignment, but I remember when uh, Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann came back to co-host the show for uh, ESPN's 40th anniversary co-host Sports Center. It was kept under wraps till about an hour until they went on the were on the air. Now I know that seemingly insignificant compared to conference realignment, which ESPN and Fox Sports are in a battle with right now. 
But ESPN, when they want to, they do a really good job of keeping things under wraps. This is one of these times they did a really good job of keeping this under wraps. So something else I'm curious about here, when will this be finalized that Oklahoma and Texas are for sure going, or is that something that is all but finalized? Where is that in terms of Oklahoma and Texas are surely going to the SEC? Well, the SEC's got a vote on it, and I, and I have to imagine a vote would be coming essentially any day now. I imagine any time next week, I would not be surprised if we see a vote from the SEC, and even if Texas A&M and Missouri are opposers of the two schools, I've heard they're opposed to Oklahoma and Texas coming to the SEC. I don't think it really matters. I know you need two more schools to have it back out, uh, have, a, have the invitation rescinded to those two universities, uh, but I don't. I don't see that happening. I think uh, the SEC is telling their member institutions this is for the better of the conference. This will be. Uh, this will help us generate even more revenue than we're generating now. And it's the way college sports is going. Going into uh, super conferences, this will put the SEC at sixteen teams. The Big Ten, if they do end up adding Iowa State and Kansas, I've heard rumblings that the Big Ten snooped around out west. I think that's a long shot of that happening. But I think the Big Ten going to 16 teams, the Pac-12 will find a way to maybe course maybe four Big 12 teams or maybe bring up a, a big group of five school like a Boise State. And then the ACC will find a way to coerce two more teams into joining, joining the uh, ACC. This is all part of, I think the end game here is going to 16-team super conferences. I know there's been some very preliminary speculation about mega conferences. I don't see that happening. I think... The, the end game here is four 16-team super conferences, and I think this is a massive destabilizing step by Oklahoma and Texas to achieving that. So with Oklahoma and Texas gone, do you think this means the end of the Big 12 in essence, or is there a possibility the Big 12 could bring in some uh, non-Power 5 teams to keep the Big 12 namesake going? I think, quite frankly, Jonathan, this is the end of the Big 12. I think this is the end of the line. No matter who you bring in, no matter if you bring in a group of five like a Cincinnati or a Memphis or a Boise State, in theory, none of that is going to none of that is going to recreate or regenerate the revenue that Oklahoma, Texas brought in. Those are your two biggest revenue uh, sources. After that, it drops off quite a bit. I believe Kansas is the third is the next on the list in terms of uh, generated revenue for Big Twelve schools, and they're twenty eighth. Oklahoma and Texas. They set well in the top 15. You you just cannot replace that kind of uh, uh, generated revenue in the Big 12. And I think if Kansas and Iowa State do jump to the Big 10, it is all over. The Big 12 is going to be a thing in the past, much like the Southwest Conference is and like the old Big East is. And then looking in the Big 12 itself, is the Kansas and Iowa State move, that's another one that seems like it's – at least for Kansas, going to be happening here in the short term as well? Yeah, I do think that will happen. Kansas, I'm much more confident about Kansas than I am Iowa State right now. The two things those two schools have going for them, however, number one, the Big Ten, when it comes to admitting a new institution, the presidents look hard at academics. The Big Ten, they look at academics first and foremost over everything, at least from the president's perspective. Every member or every member of the Big Ten, except Nebraska, are members of the AAU, the Association of American Universities, a very prestigious uh, group to be a part of. Iowa State and Kansas, they meet that criteria. There are only one of three Big 12 schools that are members of the Association of American Universities. 
the third member being Texas, and Texas is going to the SEC. So Iowa State and KU have that going for them. Iowa State, their athletic department, is is uh, profiting better than it ever has in the history of Iowa State athletics, and their athletic department is as good as it's ever been up in Ames right now. And Kansas, I know we talk about, we razz on how bad Kansas football is. Uh, <laughs> we sure but, do. Yeah, but Kansas basketball, having a brand that big in the Big Ten, I mean, Kansas basketball, that, that can rival Ohio State football or Michigan football in terms of generating revenue on the monetary side. Though having that in the Big Ten, the Big Ten will take having Kansas basketball while having to deal with Kansas football. They will take that any day out of the week. And then looking at the rest of the conference, so this is assuming Texas, Oklahoma to the SEC, say Iowa State and Kansas to the Big Ten. Another one I've been hearing is West Virginia to the ACC. Have you been hearing anything about that? And, uh, boy, the other heard, the move I've heard there is West Virginia to the Pac-12. That does not seem like a good deal for West Virginia. No, I don't think the Pac-12 is happening. I don't have much knowledge of what's going on on West Virginia's end. I think the ACC makes the most sense because there are so many natural rivals for West Virginia the ACC. You've got Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, the backyard brawl, one of the more underrated rivalries in all of college athletics. You, you have teams like Syracuse, Boston College, that were old Big East foes for West Virginia in their time in the Big East. I think the West Virginia, the ACC makes, ACC makes a ton of sense. I think they'd be, in terms of their footprint, in terms of recruiting the academics, I think they belong in the ACC. I think the Pac-12 for West Virginia is not realistic. So I definitely think West Virginia, the ACC, at least on its surface, makes a lot of sense and probably should happen. Going back to Iowa State, say Iowa State doesn't get in the Big Ten, what do you think is the the next move for Iowa State? Is it the Pac-12? Is it to try to stick with the remnants of the Big 12? If they don't get in the Big Ten, what's the next move that would make sense for them? Well, if you're Iowa State, you have to try to keep yourself in a Power 5 conference. I think after that, you gauge the Pac-12 and see what the interest is there. Uh, because the Pac-12, I think the Pac-12, if the, once the Big 12 dissolves, they will try to poach off some of those Texas schools. I think they poach off uh, Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU, schools of that nature. I think they do try to pick them off. It's up to Iowa State to try to figure a way to get themselves in line with the Pac-12. After that, I mean, do you really? It, it's a losing situation once you pass that pass that point. If you're Iowa State, you know the Mountain West. That's a Group of Five conference and that your revenue really starts taking a hit once you start getting to the group of five. I don't think they go as far as the Mac, but Mountain West would be the next most likely destination. But I don't foresee that happening in Iowa State. I do think they eventually do end up getting in the Big Ten. So I've got to ask, as a former University of Iowa graduate, is Iowa mm-hmm. State in conference something that you personally would like to see? I know on Twitter it seems divided that a lot of Iowa fans don't want to see Iowa State, mm-hmm. but – I, I personally think, you know, that just boosts the rivalry a little bit with conference implications should Iowa State get in. I am actually against the grain of a lot of the people you just said. I think Iowa State to the Big Ten would be a wonderful addition. You take a look, they generate good ad, the, the best uh, revenue they've been generating in athletic department history right now. It adds, like you said, makes the rivalry a little more meaningful. It's not just a non-conference game for bragging rights that Iowa and Iowa State fans have to deal with every every year. It actually puts some merit and some meaning behind it. And in terms of academics, Iowa State, well, granted, it doesn't fit like a glove necessarily academically for the Big Ten with a lot of medical schools, law schools, research 
institutions in the Big Ten. Iowa State is still an AU accredited university. They have a wonderful engineering program, a wonderful agriculture program. They're a land-grant university. There's plenty of those in the Big Ten. They do have some very good research labs at Iowa State. I think Iowa State's the Big 12. All in all, I think it'd be a really good move, and I'd really like to see. I mean, tell me, why wouldn't it be fun to watch Iowa State and Iowa play each other with a, with conference championship implications on the line? I think that sounds like a good time to me. I definitely agree with you there. Uh, and then circling back to the rest of the Big 12, you talked about Baylor, uh, some of the Texas schools. So with the assumption, and I'm just going to go with the assumptions here, Iowa State, Kansas to the Big 10, SEC gets Oklahoma, Texas. We're throwing West Virginia and the ACC because anywhere else doesn't exactly make sense for them. Yeah. Where do you see the rest of these schools going? I've heard a lot of people think that they automatically will just form right into the Pac-12. Where do you see the rest of these going? Well, I do see the Texas schools, Baylor, Texas Tech, Texas A&M, going to the Pac-12. That puts the Pac-12 to 15 teams. Now, the question is, who's going to be the 16th team? I think that's going to be Oklahoma State, quite frankly. I think Oklahoma State, in terms of their athletic department, they generate plenty of revenue. They're a solid athletic department all around when you consider football, the basketball programs, track and field, so on and so forth, wrestling as well. I think they'll fit like a glove in the Pac-12 uh, going out west and playing those teams out there, especially when you consider Pac-12 will likely bring on those three other Texas schools. Now, with the Super Conference, uh, the Super Conference dream becoming a reality, that means there are 64 spots in these Super Conferences. problem is right now, in the five conferences, there are 65 teams in those five conferences. Someone is going to get left out. And I, I hate saying it because I respect the heck out of their athletic program, and I think they're a fine school, but I think K-State's the odd man at right now. K-State, in terms of academics, they don't shore up to the level of what the Pac-12 might want or what the Big Ten wants with the Big 12 dissolving at, athletically. They're not good enough to join the SEC or the ACC K-State might find itself as a group of five school in the Mountain West Conference because I think they're going to end up being the odd man out. All right, perfect, Quinn. A lot of uh, interesting developments, and I'm sure that this will only get more interesting as we go along. Is there any social media of yours you want to shout out here before we uh, wrap it up? You want to follow me on Twitter. Uh, my, my Twitter handle is at Quinn underscore Douglas underscore. You can follow me on that. I'm pretty active on that. A lot of this kind of where I do all, do a lot of my social media interactions. And, uh, yeah, that, if you guys want to give me a follow on Twitter, uh, be great, greatly appreciated. All right. Thank you again, Quinn. And uh, I'm sure we'll be talking on, down the line some college football as mm-hmm. well. Thanks for the time, Quinn. Yep, absolutely. Thank you, Jonathan. And that was Quinn Douglas right here on the Covert Show talking about some conference realignments, the possibility of where schools are going. We'll be a first part of a two-part series. We'll be catching up with the SEC side of things at some point down the line. As this is episode number four of the Covert Show. As always, you can follow the Covert Show on Twitter at the Covert Show. Send us an email at thecovertshow at gmail.com. Or you can like us on Facebook. The brand new The Covert Show Facebook page is up as well so once again thanks for listening to episode four talking about the conference realignments what may happen coming up in the upcoming weeks 
This is JC for The Covert Show. Thanks for listening.